You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's going on, everybody? This is Kyrie Thompson with Windy City Gridiron, and I'm here with soon-to-be second-year Chicago Bears wide receiver Tyler Scott. How you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Excellently. Now, let's go ahead and talk about it real quick. I hear that you're rolling with Panini America, and, and I know it's a, it's a trading card company, right? Yes, yes, so yes, I got, it is. I got to know, were you a big trading card dude growing up? I was. I was. I've been collecting trading cards since I was 10 years old. Um, I still collect to this day. And actually, right before I uh, I pulled up here to uh, Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, um, I had just bought the uh, brand new 2023 Prisms that had just be re- uh, been released. Uh, I think I bought about 10, I think about 10 or 12 mega boxes. So, uh, yeah, haven't opened them yet, but uh, yeah. So how many does that a- approximate to? How many trading cards do you think you've got? Oh, my God. Are you saying as far as in total? I'm talking like, period. Period. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> Perception. Uh I would probably have to say, man, um, it's a good question. I'll probably have to say about probably about fifty thousand cards. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said, you've been collecting since you were ten. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you're, I got a lot. How much does a mega box? You said you say you got like 10, 12 mega boxes. About how many yeah. go into a mega box? I think it's about. Maybe about 30, 30 something, 36, something like that. There we go. Okay. So yeah, yeah you you're you're all you're already stacking them up hundreds oh, yeah. oh, at yeah. a time. Oh, yeah. Okay. So best trading card in your collection. Do you I mean look, I know I know it's kind of like, you know, trying to pick between your children, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. You've heard that kind of metaphor, but yeah, yeah. Give, give, give me a couple at least. Give you a couple. Um, so I have this uh rookie optic. Um, orange numbered uh, Shohei Antani uh, that I got um, a, a few okay. a few uh, about about a year or so back. Um, it's, it's really nice, really nice. Um, I think it's, it's numbered out. I want to say ninety nine. Um, I really like that card. Uh, my other one, I think I have a nineteen. I have a nineteen fifty eight Mickey Mantle. Um, he's, Mickey he's, Mantle he's, card a, he's a he's real people. This guy is yeah. real, and and yeah, these are yeah. baseball players. So so you're an equal yeah, baseball, opportunity baseball. car collector. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those are two baseball. Um, let's let's move over to basketball. Basketball wise, I got a couple of LeBron uh, rookies. Um, a couple of LeBron rookies that I really love. Uh, I don't have his tops chrome, but uh, I got a few of those that I like. Um, moving over to football. I got a lot, man. I got a Gale Sayers. I got a Gale Sayers card. It's a pink. I can't remember what year it is, but it's pink. Gale Sayers tops um, card that I really love. Also have a 1961 Jim Brown um, tops card that I really love as well. Um, I think those are two that really stand out for me personally. But I got a, I got a lot of good stuff. No, see, like 
this is this is real. You are an efficient. It's funny because I was at work today, so I'm a public radio producer over in yeah, Boston yeah. right now. But I'm from Chicagoland originally, you know. So I you know, grew up a Bears fan and everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the guys at my at my work was talking about Mickey Mantle today, and I'm like, "You're like 25. <laughs> what do you know about Mickey Mantle? You know what I mean?" Yeah. But it's like, no, no, you're 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 on that. You're like, yeah, oh no, yeah, I mean, he's historic. You know what I'm saying? Like he's an historic player. You know, you know, he had the the home run record there, and yeah. um, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, no, Mickey Mantle, you know, he's one of those kind of mythical figures, you know, not not maybe along the lines of like a Babe Ruth, but he's definitely one of those figures that's like, man, people love Mickey Mantle. So, you know, and, and everyone, you know, I think he's got probably the most expensive card, probably one or two of the most expensive card in his rookie card, you know, the 1952 tops. I can see that. I can see that. It's interesting. I did a story on that a couple of years ago on, on this rare, I can't remember which card it was. There's like a really rare Boston Red Sox card that that had come out that sold for a lot of money. And like I was doing like some interesting memorabilia stories that this guy was like collecting stuff. I think. Oh, yeah. I think it was a Brady card. That's what it was. It was a it was a Brady um, rookie card or like a like really? or, or something like that, that that went for like a lot yeah, of money. Brady's rookie money cards card. aren't. Yeah, because he he came. I think he was, he was drafted late, so they didn't make a lot of his cards. So if, if there's anybody out there that has one. Um, you know, consider yourself, uh, you, you have a lot of money moving, moving forward. <laughs> oh yeah. So you're a sports historian. I, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing that about you. So look it, at, and of course this is one thing that everybody brings up, right? You go play for the Chicago bears, one of the charter franchises mm -hmm. of the NFL. And I oh. mean, what, what's that been like for you kind of absorbing that history, learning it from yeah. other people going around Hallis hall and seeing oh. all the hall of famers, the, the hall of famers that just went in, right? Devin yeah. Hester, Steve McMichael, Julius peppers like what's it like kind yeah. of absorbing all that history that way yeah no i mean it started young when i was eight uh so my dad he sat me down and you know he showed me his favorite player of all time which was dick buckus Got and to so be, yeah. um you know he, he loved dick buckus and so man, he, i played he showed, i played ball videos. against his nephews man really yeah, yeah. yeah no nah, so he, he showed me you know some videos of him and um, i was like man this dude is this dude's different and then um, he showed me Gil Sayers, and I fell in love with just watching Gil Sayers film, like just the way he moves, his elusiveness. I'm like, man, this dude, he was different, man. And so, um, you know, and then Walter Payton, obviously, sweetness, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, my dad kind of, you know, he already kind of had me, got me ingrained a little bit, just got me familiar with Chicago. Um, and then everyone, like, I think he went viral for a minute, but everyone says he looks like uh, Mike Singletary. Like, and he does. He does. He definitely looks like Michael Singletary for sure. Um, yeah, it was like a little article they did about it um, when I got drafted about him and Mike Singletary. But they definitely got to they got to meet up in a room because um, since I was little, like every time I go somewhere, when I would go on like college recruiting visits, people walk up to him and be like, I got to ask, are you? Or people come up and be like, wait a second, my son swears up and down that you're Mike Singletary. <laughs> and so um, I'm like, Dad, you should maybe use that one day and you might be able to get into some places, you know, so. Um, but yeah, so it's been cool, um, you know, getting drafted there and then, you know, just kind of walking through the halls, like kind of when you walk through Hallis Hall, when you first walk in, there's like, it lights up. Um, it has all the numbers of the Hall of Famers or some of the, the, the famous Hall of Famers um, that have, uh, you know, kind of gone through, you know, Chicago and uh, it, it lights up each step you take. And it just kind of just a reminder every morning you walk through the building of, you know, what you're chasing after, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and the people that, you know, wore the jersey and wore with pride and. Um, you know, it's just such a cool facility, such a cool place, and it's such a fat, a pa passionate fan base, um, really. And that's what I love. Like the fans care, super passionate. You know, whether we're good or bad, they they show up, and um, yeah, no, I, I love it there. 
Absolutely, man. I I, I love that. It's kind of an kind of an outside because I mean, obviously, we grew up with this, right? Mm-hmm. So so it's like it's, it's fun hearing that from from somebody on the outside, and, it, and it's out here in Boston. Uh, around Fenway Park, you see a guy uh, walking around in David Ortiz regalia. He's kind of like loosely looks like him. And like, that's like kind of a thing. Maybe your dad could no. do that with Mike Singletary, you know, stroll around. I think Soldier he could. Field, I re- <laughs> or wherever they, they build the new stadium. Him, yeah, no, if they put a camera on him during the game and they announced Mike Singletary was at the game, he would, I'm, I'm, I'm confident they would actually all start cheering him, actually believe him. We got, we got to have it happen. You got to, you got to get somebody in the press box to do that. Um, but you know, you're talking about the history and what you're chasing. And obviously, you know, last year was, you know, your rookie year with the Chicago nope. bears. It was an interesting nope. year, right? You finished seven and 10, um, yeah. you know, kind of a tough beginning of the year, but then things yeah. picked up and it really felt like as, as the year went on, like there was something that you were building toward going into next year. Um, you know, not going to get too into the the specifics of it, but you know, there's, there's a lot of assets and a lot of things that the Chicago bears can use to get better. And then of course, you're also on this journey as a second year player. I mean, what, what do you see as the future of the Chicago bears going forward? How optimistic do you feel? Oh, very. I mean, if you, if you look at how we finished the season, um, you look at, um, you know, looking at, you know, starting with our defense, you know, just, I mean, they were unstoppable. I mean, like nobody could run on. I'd be at the number one worst defense in the league, you know, um, this past NFL turnovers. Um, it felt like, you know, when we were on offense, it felt like, oh yeah, they're gonna get at least two or three today, you know. So it was like we had confidence that um, you know, they're gonna they're gonna pick a ball off. And so I think we ended up tying first in the league and in, uh interceptions. And so um, you know, that, that was huge. And offensively, we started to pick it up. You know, we averaged um almost close to 30 points there, um, you know, in the in the, in the back end half. And so um, you know, I think, you know, looking at just how we finish, you know, those are like stepping stones that you can use, you know, moving in that momentum, you know, that you can take moving into next year. And then, you know, we have a lot of, you know, guys coming in that, you know, I know the front office is going to do a great job. Ryan Posen, those guys are going to do a great job bringing in, you know, some more talent, some more competition to the rooms. And, um, you know, I definitely see us making the playoffs next year. Um, we have such a great squad, uh, truly. And um, I feel like if we we don't even make it to the playoffs, and um, you know, I think I don't think we're going to reach our goal. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited about next year and uh, what it has to hold. Absolutely. And by the way, you are correct. Tied with the San Francisco 49ers for twenty for with 22 interceptions, tied for the league lead yeah. last yeah. year. For yourself, right? I mean, I can't being a wide receiver coming in as a rookie. You know, there's a lot to learn. There's a there's oh, for sure, routes for sure. and speed of the game and all that. So. From your perspective, you know, how do you feel about that rookie year? And and what are you working on right now, mentally, physically, what have you to get yourself ready for year two? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, man, you you learn a lot, you know, going through year one. I mean, it's a long year, um, you know, coming in, I didn't play as much. And I started off playing about 10, 12 snaps. And then, um, you know, we traded, you know, obviously Chase Clay, you know, traded, uh, traded Chase Claypool and then um, EQ went down. So, you know, we had some guys get hurt. And then I had an uptick in reps. You know, I started playing close to 40 to 50 reps a game, um, you know, and I, it was pretty consistent, you know, there after that. 
And, you know, things that you take away, you know, from that, like, you know, the the staff, they trusted me. They trusted me to put me out there that I was going to do my job and, um, you know, I was going to do my assignment. And so uh, those are huge things to, to, to you know, take, you know, from looking at the season. Um, you're looking at, uh, for me personally, you know, just the speed of the game. You know, people talk about, you know, man, the NFL game is faster and, you know, this is then a third. And, you know, af after playing a year, I understand it's not necessarily I catch the ball and I'm running in a guy is fast enough to catch me, it's more so his mind is faster than my legs, you know, because these guys are a lot smarter, you know, at the next level, you know, the tendencies, the anticipation, that's what separates everybody is the the anticipation at, w at which you play with, you know, being able to see things before it happens. And, um, you know, you can't teach experience and, you know, that comes with experience, but, um, but no, I played a lot of ball this year, was able to get a, a lot of good reps, um, you know, learned a lot, you know, had a lot of um, opportunities and, uh, made some opportunities and missed some opportunities, but you know that's what you work your working years for. Um, you know, and that's just the name of the game. And so, uh, moving on to next season, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to have a hand in the stirring pot uh, to, you know, hopefully, you know, have make a playoff run for sure. Um, you know, physically, I was able to stay healthy the whole year, didn't miss a practice or a game. Um, so I really hang my hat on that. So just really staying up on my rehab or on my prehab um, for the season is is going to be huge um, because I run a lot. I ran the most yards on the team, so. Uh, that that's huge for me, and um, yeah, and then ultimately just catching the ball. You know, you can be as wide open as you want, uh, but if you can't catch the ball, it doesn't matter. You know, what I'm saying you could be have a guy draped all over you, but if you catch the ball, that's all that matters. So, um, so yeah, I mean that's the biggest thing. You know, walking around the house with the football, uh, sleeping with the football. Me and my fiance sit there and play catching the bed just with the football. So, um, so yeah, so just doing those things, man. Falling in love with catching the ball, and um, like I said, just having my body prepared for next season. Getting work in all the time. So, I mean, so time. obviously like you're talking about doing it at home, even, um, you know, you are you staying local? To, well, I mean, you're, you're out on the West Coast right now, imagine. So you're probably not local to Hallis Hall, but you know, what kind of work are you getting in, um, you know, just kind of working towards that? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I'm kind of been, like I said, a little bit all over the place. You know, it's my first off season. Um, you know, doing this and, you know, have a lot of a, a longer break. And uh, for me, you know, first thing was to mentally uh, decompress because it's a long season, your first year, your first uh, your rookie year, because um, you're playing a college season. You go you have college camp, then you play your college season and then you have, oh, yeah. you know, rookie mini camp, OTAs, training camp. And then you got preseason and you got a whole NFL season, which is, you know, add that all together. That's basically two uh, college seasons in one. You know, so it's it's a lot on your mind and, and physically. And so um, you definitely want to take some time to decompress and, um, you know, kind of just step away for a little bit just to um, just to rejuvenate. And so, um, you know, for me, that's that's what I kind of started off doing. And then uh, from there, just going to the warm, warm areas. Uh, couldn't stay in Chicago. It's a little cold there. A um, little bit. You know, got some snow. Yeah, a little bit. Got some snow on the ground. Um, but uh, but no, yeah, definitely going to, you know, some warmer places, whether it be Florida or Arizona. Um, you know, to train, you know, find a trainer, um, do some, do some work. I mean, I'm constantly on the jugs, uh, I have a jug machine that I bought, uh, you know, I might hear one of my friends who plays on the, on the Raiders, um, staying with him, Trey Tucker. And, you know, we, we be in catching the jugs, you know what I'm saying? Back in his backyard, uh, working out, um, you know, we work out, I mean, we like to work out at night. So, you know, it'd be 11 o'clock at night. We're like, Hey bro, let's, let's go work out. So, um, so yeah, no, I mean, we're just, like I said, just trying to keep our bodies prepared and, um, you know, it's our first time doing it. So we're going to learn things, you know, what to do and, you know, what not to do, you know, and so uh, we're just going to continue to keep improving from there. Absolutely. Just two more for you. Um, 
DJ Moore. So, you know, comes over to the Chicago Bears, you know, big deal for a lot of us cuz uh you know, uh, Chicago Bears fans aren't used to having uh you know, great receivers like like yeah, that yeah. and I mean, he comes in and he's amazing, but obviously we know what he can do when the ball's in his hands, when the ball's thrown sure. his way. But for you being able to be around him every day, watch him be at his craft, I mean, what what has that meant to you to be able to see him go about mm-hmm. his business every day? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I didn't know. I knew he was good. I just didn't know he was that good. Um, you know, I was because I kind of heard of him, you know, a little bit. But, you know, now he came to the Bears. I'm like watching him, you know, in practice day in, day out, seeing him in the game. I'm like, man, this dude is like that. Like, he's legit. And so I'm um, just just seeing him come to work every day. And he's such a tough dude. You know, there's many times we were on the field and he would hurt himself and it looked like he could barely walk. And then two plays later, he's running in like, all right, I'm good, coach. I'm running in there. And, you know, he's finishing the game, he's making plays, and he's catching the ball, making guys miss. Um, you know, he just plays with, you know, just such freedom. And uh, I think the biggest thing I took for him is to not stress the game, uh, not stress the game of football. Because, you know, when I first came in, I was so worried about man, the, the playbook, the alignments, the assignments, like all of those things. And I was up late, you know, in, at night trying to, you know, figure out, you know, all these different things. And so um, I think before our first preseason or after our second preseason game, you know, DJ, he um, he talked with me and was just talking about just his process and how all the work is done during the week. You know what I'm saying? As far as you're studying for, for the game week, all your work is done during the week, looking at what your base down plays are, what your third down plays are, situational football. He said all those things should be done during the week. So once you come 36 hours, 48 hours before the game, you're calm, you're cool, relaxed. You know what I'm saying? You're in your flow. And um, that flow flows into the next day into Sunday and um, you're just in your own type of, you know, calm mental state, you know? And so, um, and that's the way DJ plays. He just kind of plays just like, yeah, you know, I'm just going out playing football, catching the ball, you know, running around. Like he just plays so free. Um, And, you know, I just, you know, hope to get back to that, to that point, you know, cause if you made it to the NFL, everyone knows what it's like to, to, to feel that way to, for the game to be, you know, basically in slow motion. And you can tell when he plays, things are just in slow motion and he's one step ahead of everybody. I love it. You know, and I think that's that's really what it comes down to. You're playing a game. Right. And, yep. and I mean, in the, end, in the end, you're not worried about uh, you, know, you got out there playing like you got nothing to lose, nothing to worry for about. Sure. It's like that's when you play sure. your best ball. So last exactly. question, it's not going to be the one that, you know, you might expect or that everybody everybody might have asked you. It's going to be a little different. Right, right, right. You know, <laughs> we all we all know the deal, you know, big off season for the Chicago Bears. You know, they got the number one overall pick. But. I mean, I just I just want to ask specifically about, you know, what was it like playing this year with Justin Fields? What do we not see mm-hmm. as as fans, as media, as outside observers? What do we what do we need to know about him that makes him who he is, especially mm-hmm. in times like this when you know things are kind of uncertain? Yeah, no, I think uh, one thing I think people may take for granted or maybe overlook um, is his mental toughness. Um, Justin, I mean, through this whole process, you know, he's been hearing the chirps from since the, you know, since the season started, you know, just hearing, oh, is he the guy, you know, all these different things. Okay, they got the number one pick and, you know, should they get this guy or that guy or should we move on? And he's been having to deal with those things. Then he got injured in the middle of the year, you know, so he had to deal with all these things while trying to be the face of an organization, a face of a franchise to lead a team, to lead a city. And he's out there trying to go out there um, every Sunday, putting his body and his, his mind, his heart and soul on the line um, to pull out a W, you know, for the fans. And, um, you know, to constantly have all those things. And I couldn't imagine, you know, mentally what you have to go through. But he showed up every day. 
He set up to work every day with a positive mental attitude. Um, not one time did he try to downplay anyone or throw anybody under the bus. I mean, he just, like I said, he just came to work every day. Um, you know, just just really being a influence that we needed, you know, to keep winning. And um, we started to pick it up there when he came back after he got hurt and he started playing some really good football. Um, and even before, you know, he got hurt, you know, in the Minnesota game, he was playing really good, you know, versus the Broncos played really good. He had the crazy uh, first half. And then, you know, he had the following uh, or the, I don't know if it was the week before or the following week, but we went and played uh, Thursday night, you know, at the commanders, you know, went off, you know what I'm saying? And so he had so many, you know, moments throughout the season, um, you know, and then he had, you know, the Atlanta Falcons game where he played great and everyone remembers his, you know, how he broke out of the pocket and, um, you know, he ends up scrambling for a first down. And uh, on that play, I was actually on the other side of the field and uh, I'm running towards Justin and, uh, the guy that was guarding me was like, oh, it looked like he was about to get sacked. And so he he gets out of it and he's running the opposite way. And so I'm running across the field and the guy's like, how did he get out of that? I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know. He said, man, that's crazy. I was like, I know that's crazy. And so Justin ends up getting the first down. And uh, we obviously end up winning the game. But I think, like I said, what, what people may take for granted is, you know, to have somebody with that type of mental toughness to be able to deal with all these different things, but to be able to show up on Sunday and put his best foot forward. Thank you very much. Tyler Scott, Chicago Bears wide receiver. Good luck to you coming up into year two. And hey, man, glad to see you repping what you love. Definitely. Panini America say one trading last thing. cards galore. Let's go. Definitely. Um, you can get your Panini trading cards at Walmart, at Target, any of your local uh, stores. Um, I go to all, I mean, I go to anywhere. Walmart, Target, uh, CBS, Walgreens, um, any of those spots, you can get your uh, Panini cards. And uh also, you can shop online as well at panini.com. He's the man. Thank you so much, Tyler. Appreciate it. Thank you.